0: today it is the uh, 10th of April 2020 uh, my first podcast episode of this month uh, last month was a little bit of a uh, I don't know hard hit on the world and uh, I'm just gonna go back to everything I've learned over the past maybe week or two and and uh, Again, disclaimer, if you're one of the ten people, regular people, that listen to my podcast, thank you so much. Uh, And uh, I'd love to hear from you via Instagram at Sevspix, you know the drill, or some other method way that you can hopefully contact me on. How about I put an email in the description of this very episode? I'd love to hear from you. But anyway, the reason why I make these podcasts is really... At the beginning, it was more just an experiment to see if I can start a podcast and be consistent and Over a year later, I was a hundred and five episodes deep, which is cool and I'd love to be able to make one every day, but realistically, you know the days are shorter these days um a lot of stuff is repeating itself. Uh, I'm sitting there doing the same thing and that's that's a pandemic for you but at the same time I'm just like I've got all, I've got more time in the world than I've ever done before and I'm still not utilizing it the way that I thought I had in my head and you know these thoughts come to me throughout the day but I'm really crystallizing them at at night it's about 11:33 p.m. almost ticking over to midnight soon and probably will at the end of this episode now I'm on my uh computer recording this for the first time in a while and uh, you probably normally hear me walking my dog with this so you've got the studio mic if i should call it that but yeah it's a little bit more professional and the sound's a little bit more soothing and hopefully my words come out better and there's no cars or random noises in the background or uh, long pauses anyway so what i've done and i'm gonna tilt my uh, mic around so i can see the board oh There's a few bits of stationery there. So what I've done is I've wiped my whiteboard completely. Now, earlier this month, I had uh, my calendar there. Like, I set it all up with a a calendar. So it would look like the month's spread of what's to come. And I didn't use it that much. And now I'm like, okay, what can I use it for? A lot of the time I've been using it for my live streams on TikTok to help kids with maths. And uh, really, that's its main purpose right now. I've got a nice little pretty lead light surrounding it that I can change with uh, my Google Home thing. And uh, now it's wiped again, and I've uh, decided to kind of do a mind map. I haven't really done a physical mind map in a while, so I thought I'd do one today. The board is pretty much fully packed with my thoughts over the last hour. So I, I thought I'd share with you the board and well, what my thoughts are at this current time and going back to why I started this podcast is to really show my kids and um, I know that I'm a teacher you know that I'm a teacher and I don't specifically mean the kids of my, that are my students because I don't particularly think that they're listening to this podcast Um, it's more the closer friends but the kids that I mean are, are my personal kids that I will one day have um, as as soon as maybe three years from now or whenever. And then their grandkids will hear it, uh, hopefully. Hopefully the, the archives of this, wherever it may end up, will be kept somewhere and uh, they can find it. And uh, maybe there will be a historical podcast place where people can look up a name and they're like, Oh, I wonder what my great-grandpa was talking about when he was 29. So that's why I do it. And uh, shout outs to my grandkids right now, they can hear this. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that that is actually a possibility, like a a high possibility. Anyway, let's talk about it. So I asked myself, what do I want? And the first thing that came to my head, which is the purpose of a mind map, is financial freedom. Why do I want it? I want to enjoy the little things more freely and continuously, consistently um when am i expecting this sooner than later of course but i'm happy to embrace the journey towards it so what that means is everything i'm doing now going towards this financial freedom goal i need to embrace it and enjoy it and absolutely be stoked about what i'm doing now my next question to myself is how will i get there well i'm finding and committing to the things i enjoy doing as part of the journey so Everything that I'm doing now, wedding photography, teaching, tutoring, um, even potentially building my TikTok up to something profitable where brands come in, I don't know. Let's not go down that path this episode, but everything I'm doing has the potential to set me free. The only thing that I'm struggling with, well, one of the things that I feel is the biggest is monetization, and I don't want to monetize anything too quickly. Photography is different. I can monetize that. That's that's a service. Teaching, I get paid for it by the government, even though uh, I'm meant to have 12 months off and really go into the photography side. But as you know, I am taking a back step because of the whole pandemic and getting back into the teaching world was a good option, was a good idea, even though I got into it before everything went to crap. So I was lucky in a way. It's like the universe threw me a burnt bone but not a complete one and even though I got offered more I declined it because it wasn't in my best interest back then I kind of regret it now but at the same time it's like well it is what it is and that's what I chose and I know my intentions so anyway who will help me and I've had this note on my monitor for the last probably three four months I've, I've written on there there's no one else And what that means is firstly and always me is the person that will help me. I can hire people and outsource things like building a website or helping with ads and asking for marketing advice and business advice and having someone else help me, you know, gain more clients. You know, I can do all that, uh, have them help me out. But at the end of the day, no one's going to be more effective than me, myself and I. So yeah, networking is golden but I need to put myself first so next I ask myself what are the things I want to do now like right now what am I into what 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 do I want to now the keyword is want to because I have this extra free time what should I be doing and 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 the should be is me telling myself my conscience is pushing it down my throat so firstly I want to improve my photography I need to improve my skills. I've got the resources. I've established everything, but I'm not using it. I need to improve my business. I've got the resources. I've got the skills. I've got everything there ready to show me how, but I'm just not doing it. And my overall presence. Well, I guess out of the three, that's the one that's currently still always in develop. Like People, people know me because I am active on social media every day. So that one there is not as bad of a problem in terms of improvement. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I want to. That's really what I want to work on now. So let's have a look at the next bit. I also want to improve my teaching. Now I want to have a clearer understanding of where I want to be with that teaching. So wind it back a year and a bit. I uh, find myself as a maths teacher full time, and I uh, not going to lie, I'm, I've, I felt a, a reasonable amount of imposter syndrome because. I studied PE and science as my two subjects to teach in my bachelor's degree, and I ended up falling into maths. Now I love maths, don't get me wrong, and I've improved so much over the last um, 18 months teaching it. But at the same time, I can't help like, am I the right option? And it's like a second guessing of myself. And I always see my colleagues, in in particular the maths ones. I'm like, do they do they t- like do they think I'm full of shit? Um, am I full of shit? Do I think I'm full of shit? And then every moment, every time I have a moment like that, I have my colleagues, um, shout outs to Joe who helps me all the time and pushes no matter what. And is so helpful. Like if you're listening, Joe, shout outs to you, man. Like I really appreciate you. I really do. Um, everything you do. And even though there's, um, there's things about the school that are inconsistent and all that crap and even you've been pushed around a little bit with all this drama especially recently i really appreciate everything you do eh? and it wouldn't be the same without you the end um my head of department uh the one that hired me she's always um talking to me like we've got that eastern european kind of um (laughs) that that bond so she's like my like second mum dare i say it. she's amazing um and we talk uh, it's like an like a like an understanding like a click so i'm in the right spot but uh, i still can't help myself but second guess myself all the time um and anyway um so that's where the confidence comes and that's what i need to improve on that confidence with my teaching be like you know what i'm making a difference and even though I'm not as confident in my abilities, it's it's early days. I don't compare myself to others, but at the same time, the the real the reality is I think there could be worse people. I mean, I'm not the best teacher, but I, I'm certainly not the worst. So, I reckon the best the the best person to actually compare myself with is me yesterday, me last week, last month, last year. That's it. Um, practical adaptation, so and that comes back to comparing myself with me and being practical and saying right I've taught this lesson before how am I going to improve it it's the same with photography right I've taken this picture before how am I going to improve it or I've shot at this location before how can I do it better this time um, and it's the same with booking a client I've booked a client like this before how do I get them to book quicker as an example um the last one I want to do and I think this one here is um overarching all um three things and everything I want to do um in my life and it's inspire the youth and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually extend it I'm gonna edit it out a little bit I want to inspire everybody everybody and anybody that I can not just the youth um, if you're older than me you're not a lost cause you can still improve you can still get inspired it doesn't make me better than you but at the same time there may be cards that I've been dealt that you would have dreamed of or there have been cards that I've been dealt that you know you have as well but you just didn't play them the right way you see me playing them a specific way that you never thought of and then all of a sudden you play them that exact way and all of a sudden your life improves that's what I want to do. And then all at the same time, going back to networking, because it's golden, and having people say, hey, you're playing that card. I've got that card. I've played that card before. Think about it like this. Think about like playing like this when, you, um, when you're playing it. And uh, one of the mistakes, and, and you can go on with these examples, but what I'm trying to say is the best thing about inspiring people is they inspire you back and they help you with things because... If you open up your world, people will lean into you, whether or not they're they're taking things from you in a good way, which means that you're inspiring them or they're learning, which is goals. Um, but also they're going to um, give you their positive energy and uh, give, give back to you, which is amazing as well. Collaboration. So through teaching and through my own journey of my journey, Uh, I guess, journey to financial freedom and everything I'm doing to get there. That's why documentation is very important. I realize that more than ever before. So those are the things I really want to do right this second. Now, I've always been winging it, not going to lie. I've always been winging it. And one day, and this has actually stuck to me, and uh, I would probably treat this as more of a traumatic experience. But Once upon a time, I had a mentor. Uh, They they were assigned to me. I didn't choose this mentor. It was assigned to me because it's how it is. Um, They said to me that winging it is bad. You should not be winging it. And that stuck with me. However, it stuck with me, but I resisted. And even though I still remember that, I still wing it and it's worked for me. Now, I do want to establish a bit more of a structure but still go about my own way because it's me and I love it but hey I've been on this planet almost 30 years and for the 10 to 12 years of my adult life winging it's not so bad it's fun it's great but I do need a plan and here's me brainstorming one so my final question to myself is what are the things I want to do then in the future not at this present time, but later. doesn't necessarily mean 10 years from now. Um doesn't necessarily mean five days from now. Whenever. I want to, and this is what I actually wrote down, set up an even better life for my family where I can support them the best possible way. Now, this is contrasting heavily to how I was brought up. I was lucky uh, in a way. I was Uh, We migrated from Russia when I was seven and looking back at the third world country I was in I have so many better opportunities now and what I want to do and achieve would have been a lot trickier and less possible if I'd stayed where I was uh, born but uh, I want to be there for them anytime they need and that includes my mum obviously Sabine and Wilson and my future children and my close relatives I want to be able to support them and not just let's say I I'm very successful and with my business ventures and have many uh, many of a disposable income and my financial freedom is also able to financially satisfy my close family and friends I just want to be there I just want to be there for anyone and not just my family but my friends I want to I want to be sitting there at 11 a.m. on a weekday and have a friend of mine message me. I mean, God forbid this happens, actually happens, but they're saying, hey, they're in trouble. They need a hand. And maybe it's something like a, a tire that's blown out and they just can't think of anyone but me because I'm the closest and I can drop everything and go and help them just because I can and I wouldn't decline them because I have work because I'm financially free that moment can wait. you know. That's just an example. So how am I going to do all this? Well, it goes back to the whole financial freedom thing. It's like a circle (laughs) and it all comes down to making the right decisions. And I can go on with that, but I've already discussed the whole strategy or my thoughts on how to gain financial freedom in previous episodes. And I'll come back to that eventually and see how I'm going with it all. But going on to my last, final two notes, which is probably the the biggest part of this entire podcast episode, is uh, what am I telling myself as a thirty nine year old? If my thirty nine year old self appeared to me, appeared, appeared next to me right now, what would he be saying? And what I wrote down is what I'm predicting that he would be saying to me right now. And I quote myself ten years from now. Me at 39 years of age is telling me right now to start moving more frequently. And that's getting a move on on the things that I want to do now. Getting a move on physically. Walking, exercising, doing all the healthy stuff. I had my first uh, bottle of wine. I say bottle, but I had a few glasses. I I had a drink first time in four months Uh, since the anniversary since my uncle passed away and um it's i don't feel guilty anymore and i think about it but at the same time it's like helped me in a funny funny way it's got me thinking a little bit more just straight up maybe it is the alcohol talking but i love it and in the morning when i come back and read this whiteboard i'll be looking at it and be like hey this is what i needed i'm not saying i'm going to start drinking more frequently god no but my 39-year-old self is right. To be where I want to be 10 years from now, I need to start moving more frequently. I'm, I'm moving, but I need to move more frequently. My days right now, even though we're in isolation, I'm, I'm still satisfied with one to one and a half things completed in the day, and that's not good enough. If it was a working day, there'd be more completed. So I need to build myself up and drive a little bit more. Um, So the final message is me in the present going back and talking with my 19 year old self. Now this this is something I actually stopped to properly think about because I believe that everything I've done from when I was born has got me up to this point where I am right now. And just just embracing it and being grateful for everything I've done um, and everything I have right now. I've got a beautiful fiance that I'm going to marry at the end of November this year. Uh, We are renting a house together and we are getting by and we are doing not so bad. We don't have debt. We're still in our 20s (laughs) and life is actually pretty good and Everything before that has led to us being here right now and enjoying those fruits. <laughs> I think that's the word. So, going back to my nineteen-year-old self, I would tell him, "You know what, Seth, You're about to move out," which is true. I was moving out probably at the towards the end of eighteen. I think I think at nineteen, I was already in Perth training for my footy, but. You're about to go through a roller coaster, enjoy it, learn from it, pay a little bit more attention to things so that you're not really too down about them, but taking taking the lessons out from everything that you do and make decisions quicker because dwelling on them only delays the inevitable as soon as you make a decision you'll learn quicker if it was the right decision or the wrong decision clearly but the most important thing is if you are wrong about it you now know what not to do next time and if it was the right decision best case scenario you didn't dwell on it it's like hey maybe i should uh, invest in this stock before it goes up oh it's starting to go up oh i'll invest now should have invested earlier And if it goes down, then hey, that's not a stock to invest in. But uh, the other thing I would tell my 19-year-old self is right now to explore, but also plan better. Now, you can't plan for everything. You can give yourself a rough draft. And me going back to when I started talking about it was me winging it and how I just did everything spontaneously almost that's me kind of making decisions on the spot, but I'd still dwell on them. I make those decisions a lot quicker now because I'm a bit sharper and uh, I've got a little bit under my belt, but at the same time, I definitely would love my 19-year-old self to plan that little bit better. And even though that 19-year-old needs to travel and explore and find out more things about himself, I look at myself right now and say, damn, I still need to do that. I still haven't found myself exactly. Like, I love photography. Am I obsessed with it as much as I would love to be? No, I'm not. I love, I love my wedding photography. I love talking to my clients. I love networking. I love people. I think I'm, I'm obsessed with people more than I am with the actual jobs that I'm involved with. But at the same time, I still want to find that thing that I'm really obsessed with that absolutely sparks up my world to include it in my journey or make it my main journey into what I want as financial freedom. So I guess what would my 39 year old self be telling me now that I've said that? Well, I guess it's just do what you're telling your 19 year old self to do as well. The only difference is you know exactly what that means this time as opposed to 10 years ago. So even though this is a 10-year catch-up and also a 10-day catch-up of the last 10 days, the first 10 days of April 2020, I'm looking back in the last 10 years, I'm also looking forward in the next 10 years and then both of those people are kind of telling me, hey, doing what you're doing but at the same time look ahead look back and it's okay to take in from each person and hey I'm just assuming on what the future self wants to do you never know but at the end of the day I want to make sure that I can find and channel in exactly what my kind of truth is not purpose truth there is a difference but my truth, I feel, is something more to do with people and helping them, as, as uh, Miss Universe um, as that sounds, you know, helping people and saving the world. I want to make sure that I'm making an impact and leaving a legacy um, internally and externally. So there, to me, there is much less point in Getting through getting by in life as a soul trader. Getting by in life or actually pushing the boundaries, bringing people with me and collaborating with like-minded people is what I actually prefer doing um, instead of being an introverted um, successful person no disrespects to you guys you know this is me we're talking about this is my podcast this is my vlog so uh, in summary i want to make sure that i am pursuing my journey even though i'm still winging it i want to plan it a little bit better and even though things never go according to plan especially with my life i still manage to yet to my 10 years of uh living at a home ish and i mean yeah it's it's a journey and i love it and i'm promising myself every day that it's not bullshit but at the same time i look back and i'm like man some of that was bullshit and i need to really weed that out and really push through and keep myself more accountable so let's embrace this journey let's wake up tomorrow and promise ourselves more things and stick to them and then really channel the energy a little bit more thoroughly to what i want to get out of the present time because you know you're thinking about your future but you're currently spending your time If you're spending your time now, that means you're running out of time. And yeah, sure, the good times will come, but how long are those good times compared to the times you have now? May as well make the good times now as well. All right, I'll finish off with that quote. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a wonderful 27 minutes. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Good thanks.